Hey guys, welcome to the number 166 ever episode of Wiz Talk with Chase. I am Chase Coburn. Today we are back with another episode of Wiz Talk with Chase. Today we are going to be recapping the Wizards vs. Bulls game and previewing the Wizards vs. Magic game that is that is coming up later tonight. Hope you guys do enjoy this episode. If you do, subscribe, follow, share, and you better view our, um, you know, we're starting to get a little more views, which is great. Uh, I have a lot to talk about, so I'm going to get into this right now. Disappointing game last night, and, you know, um, they, we could have won that game. I say we as, as the Wizards, we could have won that game. And there were a lot of missed opportunities. But in reality, in reality, when you have two players, when you allow two players on the other team to have a combined, yes, you're about to hear what I'm going to say, 59 points, and you only put up 94 as a whole team, you're probably not going to win. The bench did not have a lot of points, didn't put up a lot in the stat sheet, but boy, that bench was great. Javante Green, I don't know how many dunks a guy can have per game. Uh, Patrick Williams, amazing defense, amazing drives to the hole. Tristan Thompson was great. And then most importantly, DeMar DeRozan and Nikola Vucevic were absolutely amazing. And, you know, Alex Caruso was playing good, hard defense, three steals. He was really getting around in the ball movement. And Zach Levine, they were trying to play him as the number one option, and he really just couldn't do it. And on a night where Zach Levine's injured, you can't let DeRozan and Vucevic dominate you like that, especially with Alonzo Ball as well. And again, as I said, a weaker version of, of Levine. you got to be able to pull it together. And, you know, they weren't able to. And shout-out to Ruby Hachimura. Great game from him. Really efficient. 80% from the field, 66.6%. From three, 21 points, as I said, great game. Porzingis. Now, Porzingis cannot do this anymore. You can't shoot 6 of 14 from the field. I don't care that you put up three three-point attempts per game, at least in this game, and he's putting up a lot of three-point attempts. First of all, he's got to start making those because if he starts making those, it opens up the game so well, so much for the Wizards because they're going to have to overcommit at the three-point line, which is a Wizards' uh, weakness. So if they could just start hitting some shots, it gets open in the paint, and that allows guys like Borzingis himself to get easier drives to the paint, also better opportunities for Daniel Gafford Anthony, and Anthony Gill, those big guys that do play. And uh, another game, by the way, Thomas Bryant did not play. That's definitely it. Interesting to me, but yeah, Porzingis just got to start taking over games more. Three blocks, I mean, that's great, but I mean, you, you got to take over the game. Corey Kispert was shooting extremely inefficient, not the best game from him. Kadivis Kotoropo has been playing great ball recently. Uh, he missed a couple big threes uh, down the stretch, but I mean, you can't blame him. I mean, he was the reason why the Wizards were in the game at all. Um, but to be honest, it was a team effort at the beginning, you know, they, they were leading, it was a back and forth game, it was a team effort. And and then the, the team just realized that they couldn't do it anymore against the fifth seed in the Eastern Conference. And I have to mention this: you can't you can't expect to win when you shoot the percentages that the Wizards did. Forty-eight percent from the field. That's fine. Seventy percent from the free throw line. That's not great. But, I mean, it's you could still win a game shooting 70% from the free throw. I mean, obviously, you could win a game with any percentage as long as you make some shots. But, you know, you know what I mean. But the three-point percentage, 23.1%. 23.1%. 
You can't shoot like that. You can't shoot like that and expect to win a basketball game. And that's what I mean is this is the three-point shooting for the Wizards is one of their biggest weaknesses. They were going on such a hot streak, and now they're cold again. If they could get back on that hot streak, it opens up so many opportunities in the paint, as I mentioned, for Daniel Gafford, Christoph Porzingis. And the Wizards right now, they two more losses, and that's it. The season's over. The season's over. So there is still a chance, though. Uh, for the Wizards to make the playing tournament, and I think, and obviously, you got what do you have to do is to win. And I think, right, Tom, Tomas Sadoransky putting up ten assists, like that's amazing. Denny Avdi off the bench putting up fourteen and eight with steals and blocks and good efficiency, that's great. But they need to play together as a team because when they were playing together as a team, they were having good ball movement. They were playing good defense as a team. Not Porzingis getting three blocks and the whole entire defense not doing good. Um, when the Wizards go individual, they don't win. When they go as a team, they do. And they've been and teams have been stopping the Wizards from going as a team. And the Wizards need to adjust. And and this is Russell's this is Russell's junior. He's gonna have to learn how to adjust and uh, you know again how, yeah how to beat that how to adjust to it if the Wizards want any chance at the playing tournament this season. Real quick, reacting to the fantasy points, I had Demar Derozan getting fifty-five to sixty fantasy points. He got fifty-one. I had Kristaps Porzingis getting forty to fifty fantasy points. He had forty exactly. I had Zach Levine getting thirty-five to forty fantasy points. He got twelve. And I had Tomas Sadoransky getting twenty-five to thirty fantasy points. He got thirty-one. I think I did a pretty good job. Not on my prediction. I am now currently forty and thirty-five, which isn't terrible. You know, five games over five hundred. I think that's pretty decent predicting. But Another prediction now for me in the books. I know my prediction for this game, but <laughs> you guys don't. We're going to start off with the injuries, though, for this preview between the Wizards and the Magic. Uh, for the Wizards, the injuries, Kyle Kuzma is still out, Beal is still out, and Vernon Carey is still out. For the Magic, Wendell Carter Jr. is out, Jonathan Isaac is out, Jalen Suggs is out, and Bull Bull is out. Some p- key pieces, especially Jonathan Isaac, who hasn't played in forever. Uh, he's a big defender, so obviously that's great for the Wizards, even though we knew he wasn't going to play. He hasn't played in a very long time. Probable starters. For the Wizards, Tomas Sadoransky, Corey Kispert, Catavius Cuttlewell Pope, Ruby Hachimura, and Christophus Porzingis. For the Magic, Cole Anthony, RJ Hampton, Franz Wagner, uh, Wendell Carter Jr., he's not going to play. I mean, they're saying he's in the probable starters, but it does not look like he will play, and Mo Bamba is out. So, definitely an interesting scenario, you know? But for the Wizards, it, it's still so weird to see Tomas Sadoransky in that lineup and to not see how Leno get a lot of minutes, you know? Just, you know, uh, it seems weird. But at that starting power forward spot, I don't even know who they're going to put there because I think there's a lot of different options that, that they could put at the power forward spot. If you want to move Bomb at a power forward, put Lopez at center, a bunch of different options. So, yeah, but w- Wendell Carter Jr. is out. I'm not sure why the source that I'm having says he has a probable power forward. My prediction, I have the Wizards winning 104-97, to starting off with my Coburn's catch. I think the Wizards will win because of dominating down low. One of the key reasons why the Wizards lost last night was because of the Bulls' talent in the paint. Nikola Vucevic had 27 points last night. However, the Magic are missing Wendell Carter Jr. and Bo Bo for this game. This gives the Wizards bigs like Kristaps Porzingis and Daniel Gafford great opportunities down low. And because of that, the Wizards will take this one tonight in D.C., making it three out of four on a back-to-back. Moving on to spread time. Oh, and by the way, I do think that this game could be closer based on the simple fact that it's a back-to-back for the Wizards. You know, I'm sure the Bulls would have won by more against the Wizards the way they ended up playing in the second half, the Wizards, um, if they didn't have a back-to-back. So I, I think you can see some, like, at one quarter, or you could just see a, a couple stretches for the Wizards probably in this game that look sloppy, and it's most likely because of the back-to-back. 
Uh, but yeah, spread time, it's Wizards minus three, Magic plus three, over under 218 and a half. I would pick the Wizards, and I would absolutely pick the under. I only have 201 points in my game, because both teams don't really have that great of an offense with their injuries. And uh, my spread, I would have Wizards minus five, Magic plus five, over under 205 and a half. I would pick the Wizards, and I would pick the under again, 201 points in my game. Moving on to Fantasy Outlook. I have Kristaps Porzingis getting 50 to 55 fantasy points. I have Kadivius Cuddle Pope getting 40 to 45 fantasy points. He's been playing really well recently, so I think I, I, I had to put him on here. You know, I had to give him some respect. I have Cole Anthony getting 35 to 40 fantasy points, and I have Terrence Ross getting 25 to 30 fantasy points. Terrence Ross had a great game earlier. Uh, I'm not I'm, I'm not exactly sure when. I'm pretty sure it was in January um, against the Wizards. So uh, it, maybe if he plays well, uh, you know, this could be a close game. But the Wizards need to make sure that they can contain guys like him who could spark at, or, at a random moment and, um, and make the Wizards lose. What punctuation do you put on that percentage? I'm going to give this percentage a period. I think ESPN giving the Wizards a 57.3% chance of winning makes perfect sense. The Magic have a lot of injuries and haven't been the best team this year, and Washington has a lot of talent to hurt Orlando even more. I give this percentage a period. Last, but certainly not least, who you got? Kristaps Porzingis will be the best player on the floor tonight. Porzingis is a dominant, tall big man that Mo Bamba and Robin Lopez won't be able to handle. Porzingis had a 30-point game last week and will have another stellar game and will be the who you got player of the game with a stat line that looks like 27 points, 9 rebounds, 4 assists, 1 steal, 2 blocks, 55% field goal shooting. And also, because of the the, the weakness in big man that, that Orlando has, I do think Porzingis will draw a lot of fouls. He's been good at the free-throw line. I mean, Daniel Gaffer will as well, but Porzingis has been drawing a lot of fouls. I think he will draw some more fouls. And if he can hit those free-throws, Wizards should be in a very good spot. Robin Lopez, he's playing in D.C. He was one of my favorite players last season with that hook shot. Will Captain Hook come to play with the match? or will the Wizards win? I say Wizards, but we got to find out. Hope you guys did enjoy this episode. If you did, subscribe, follow, share, and view. Again, hope you guys did enjoy, enjoy the game tonight. Of course, as always, I will see you next time. Peace.